Okay, uh, good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to meeting number three, Policy and Process Committee, Monday the 11th of September. Um, agenda item 39, <coughs> apologies for absence. We don't have any, we haven't received any apologies, apart from Donna who's here. <laughs> uh, declarations of interest. My usual, Councillor Poulton. Okay. None. Councillor Kutchie. Okay. No, agenda item 41, minutes of meeting to the 10th of July. Proposed. Second. All those happy with them? Yes. Yeah. Approved. Um, agenda item 42, requests from the public to speak. We haven't got any members of the public here. No, I've had no requests. Um, agenda item 43, World War One Commemorative Working Group. First item, to note the transfer of the budget of £2,350 and £500 donation from the former Mayor's Fund to the Arts Centre. I'll move that because we did agree. Yeah, we're, basically, yeah. we're just noting really. Right. The could we, could I just clarify that it was the former Mayor's Fund and not the Mayor? Okay. I'll make that clear in minutes. And to discuss and agree to allow the World War One Commemorative Working Group to use the ISBN, I think it is, yes. numbers for the two books they wish to publish. Yes. I think when we took out the ISBN numbers, we had to do a block of ten. So, and we're yeah. happy to do that. Move that. Yes. Yeah. Seconded. We're all agreed on that. Yeah. Um, gender item 44, grants. Uh, this is our annual grant scheme. To note the number of grant applications, which is, um, I should have counted them, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11. And we now have to agree the membership of the grants working group and the timetable for meeting. Now, I think last time... Me? Yeah, me, I Donna were on the group. Yeah, Would and, you, uh, I'd like to be on yeah, the group. Yeah, that's fine by me. And Molly chaired it, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Councillor Parker, Michelle Parker, it's nice to see you at mm -hmm. a meeting. Thank you, Councillor Parker. Uh, can I ask? So can I clarify, is Donna still going to be involved? So it will be four people this time. I'm, I'm happy to take a back seat or, or to be on it, I mean, if Michelle wants to. No, we need four. Okay. Need I said, I, I'm not going to be on it, Liz. Uh, so I'm not on mm. the show. Can I ask through you, Chair? Um, is there any of those who's had a, had a grant within the last two years? No. There are none that have received a grant within the last two years who've yeah. so applied this time. Great. Well, can, can, I, can I suggest um, whether you agree or not? I, I think. Um, Personally, I think we should have a copy of those, like we used to, and then uh, when we've seen them, even if it's only one copy between three or two others, and when we've completed them, uh, with it being what it is, then pass it back. Um, but I think we should know the history of why they want it. The actual application, yes. I think you'll get all the paperwork. You did last year, didn't you? This is a working group, isn't it? Yeah. So you yeah. can actually meet at my house. Yeah. Yes. 
One possibility, if you wanted to, would be to invite people in to talk to you about their application, although there are quite a lot yeah. this time. The one thing I think what we should do, no, that's no. a very good <coughs> suggestion, I think possibly we could whittle them down and then invite them in. What, yes. a, what I don't want this council to do, and it did happen a couple of times, I don't want it to become a kangaroo court by what the assistant clerk said. I'd, I'd personally, myself, you know, I'd like to see the papers and whichever now the committee's formed, and then we, we, we decide and debate who's what, and, and leave it at that. And then but it I'll go to full council. And then it I goes agree with your deputy for, recommend, yeah. for recommendation. Okay. Totally right. Are you in a position to a decided time to meet now or a time scale? No, I think I think we'll leave it for you. Well, what I'll we'll do is is that I'll but be in touch with you, Frank. Right. Uh, phone you up uh, yeah. because we've got to just schedule when Donna and Michelle's available. Don't matter. That suits me. Okay. That suits me. Yes. So we're leaving it to you, Mally. We'll organise it. Would you like now a copy of the summary sheet that I've done? That'd be brilliant. Thank, Thank you very much. There's quite enough there. And then I will make sure that you have the full applications. For Thank, you. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Do you know off the top of your head, Liz, how much we've got in the budget for grants? 12,000. Sorry? 12,000. 12, okay. So the, so the total can sum I, comes to just over 23,000. Yeah. Can I also know, uh, fetch to your attention, Chair, yeah. if it's possible, um, what's the situation of this council allowing um, um, the uh, political parties uh, putting in for a grant? For the simple reason, I say this, um, because um, they do receive uh, money from the Conservative um, Association. Association. Uh, they've had a £300 grant this year. And what concerns me, um, I would like you to look at this uh, sincerely, please. And that, and that goes for anyone I think political side. Councillor Critchley and I have just queried the same thing. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's something that you can look at as part of your, the working mm. group yeah. and perhaps liaise with the town clerk on the, uh, the terms of reference. And yes, because I, I don't want it to become a, yeah. an, issue, an issue, see, if you yeah. don't mind, Chair. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so that's the grants down here. Ship Street. Um, we've been advised that we should have the land revalued because it's been such a long time. We have to do it through the um, valuation office agency. Yeah. So it's just asking are we all in agreement to do this? It's got to be done, hasn't it? We can't get away with it. It's alright. Yep. Yeah. It's alright. Yes. Yes. This, this, I think the town clerk suggests that we do this as an executive um, power. Power, power. Yeah. So I will um, write to people yeah. uh, about that. Right. Um, yeah. Later on in the week. Thanks, Liz. Agenda item 46, the town clock. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm in favour of this uh, for the simple reason um, they come out two year, twice a year to clean them. 
um, especially the one in the main street, and um, the hour. That's something coincides with the, the hours yeah, going forward. Yeah, maintenance, and I think uh, this town council is getting good value for money. Yeah. So, so Chair, could I just clarify one, uh, one thing? The, the proposal is for an annual service, yes. and the clocks, both clocks, and this is, this quote is purely for the main town clock at the crossroads. Right. Yes. Um, the, the engineers don't need to come out when the clocks change because the clocks have been modified so oh, that that is done automatically. Right, That's good. Um, That's however, the town clerk and I weren't clear uh, what the arrangements were for the ex-town clock. Yeah. Um, so I've spoken to the company who uh, maintains uh, the, the main town clock um, they don't have it on a contract. They last attended to it in 2015 when they... Which is this one? This is the one cash. over Cash 22. Oh, okay. Cash 22, the square I one. thought that was Cash, I thought it was Kids. Well, kids. No, <laughs> it, it used to be in the main street, but then we changed to the four-sided clock. Yes. So that one got moved up to... Yes. But I always thought that belonged to Kids. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have a contract for that. It was last maintained in 2015 by the same specialist company yes. and they replaced the motors and fitted a new, That's what right. they call an ARU, which is yeah. the thing that restarts it if there's a power failure mm -hmm. and it does the yes. automatic changes. Right. Now, they would do, they would put us that on a contract as well. The problem with it is access. And they need a, an eight metre van mount access platform to access it from the pavement and of course then um, appropriate diversions around. Um, and we would have to arrange that, we'd have to hire in the equipment and so given that it has been working satisfactorily since 2015 and we have got new new uh, equipment in it and it will restart automatically. I think what you're yeah. suggesting is, is that we'll cross the bridge when it comes to it. I think you're quite right to suggest yeah. that. But Anne had a, Anne when she was here, I know she's gone now, but when Anne was here she used to um, she used to um, have a partnership with them where they'd come on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. And um, when everything's quiet and they, mm. and they used to do it. Okay, yes. I but think I think that I yeah. think then I'm sure they would do something similar, but there is still the question was either yeah. calling in a favour from a local company or yeah. hiring in equipment for them to get the access. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just stick with the contract for the main clock. Main can, street. I, can I say as well, um, if you take a closer look I'm not uh, going past this at 60 mile an hour, closer loop. You'll find um, it really wants uh, decorated, black and white again, wants painted. It's in such a deplorable mm -hmm. state. And it's only the salt brine at, we, at um, Christmas time that affects it, but um, it's in a terrible state. And the, Disgusting, say, and you'll say you're right, Brian. I think it's with what uh, the assistant clerk said that we'll have to get a cherry picker to get up there. That we would have to try and call in on a favour to get that done with somebody that doesn't mind. I mean, 
Paul wouldn't me. mind getting on it because he's been can in one as a fire, as an ex-fire officer. Can I say, uh, Keith Darlington yeah. is a, a very good friend of ours and always has been. And uh, I think when the maintenance takes place, Chair, that then we could uh, have the clock uh, washed and, and titivated up at or, the same time. Or it might be possible, perhaps, I don't know, to include it with the contract for putting up the Christmas lights. I think referring Very to good the idea. Park on a return from holiday. Sorry. Good idea what uh, yeah. Liz yeah. has just said, yeah. that while we're uh, sorting out the Christmas lights, the cherry picker's up there, so that'd be a good time to titivate it up, Frank. Exactly. So if we leave it to the town clerk to... Right. Yeah, okay. as long as it gets it, done before Christmas. It's no, it's not on the agenda, but I thought... Yep. Yeah. <coughs> coming back again. Yeah. Okay. Do we need a vote on the contract, Liz? Um... Well, with somebody who's second, yeah. 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 We're all in favour. Okay. Okay. Right. Agenda item 47, Finance Scrutiny Subcommittee. Yeah. To note the minutes of the meeting held on the 21st of August and to note any decisions yeah. and agree following recommendation. Can I remind you that I, I can't because uh, I was on uh, apologies. Yes, well, yeah. we're happy with the moment. We're happy. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, from that finance scrutiny subcommittee, we talked about setting up an events committee. Um, one of the things we wanted this committee to do was to have a little pot of money so we could support events around the town, so that we're taking them out of our grant scheme, you know, because we couldn't help the Women's Institute with that. Yeah. But also, we want this committee to take an overarching role in things like um, the Christmas festival, festival of walks, other things and the other thing is, um, because we've got a very hard-working mayor, if ever he needed an event and he needed assistance to help and run the events or to organise, then we've got the availability to do it. And it'd be nice to get like other councils, such as Northwich and Winsford, that actually do run a free event. Yeah. In well, the it's, year. It's, it's just this overarching role where they can liaise with people like Roundtable, Rotary, um, and you know, big events that may be going on at the community centre. Yeah. Okay. We have a little, little pot of money to support external events, and we might decide as a council to host one big event a year, which could be the Mayor's event or. And the other thing, Madam Chair, just to enlighten us, just been looking at the grants and it's Weaver Words this year. Yeah. So things like that pop up mm -hmm. that are not yeah. annual, that don't come into the normal grant system, and the WI was a perfect example. Yeah. So I just think it will help on things like that as well. Yeah. I think, Chair, it will help with relationships with these groups as well. Yeah. We can start with a scorpion exercise of... Yeah. What goes on well, throughout the year? We're also concerned because community committee has got very big and mm. unwieldy. Um, environment committee is possibly not the best place mm. to have the festival of walks because that's really taken off now and it's quite a big thing. So I just think it's it's good and um, you know the sort of scope for crossovers with printing stuff. I uh, put forward that we recommend it <coughs> to council. I'll second it. All those in favour? Yeah. Okay, uh, agenda item 48, the website. 
Um, this has been a communications report for us. The website's looking pretty good these days. You've done a lot of good work mm. on it. I commend you. I've never seen Frodsham Town Council mentioned so much um, in a very, very good, positive way and an informative way. And I think that that's part of our council, and that's solely down to Liz, and I commend her for that. Now, on the downside of it, there are lots of things that we still want doing on the website, like we want to mirror some of what Cheshire West do, like the compliments, complaints, queries sort of thing. And we think now that now that Liz has got settled into her job, the scope for her having some extra hours to focus on the website and develop it further. So we've got a proposal here that we increase the admin hours for the website at an annual cost of £599.91 for each additional hour. It's over the year, that will be the, uh, the annual week cost. Yes. <laughs> One hour a week. Yes, I, I, I yeah, have a bit of a double take. Yeah, if it, if it was that, I'd be applying for the well, job. Well, I've got a plan. So, so that's basically for presumably 52 hours. Is it something like that? Well, I think. Well, I'm not sure how it is. It comes down to about an extra hour a week of your time developing it and keeping it up, up to scratch. Well, I don't know how many hours Hazel's thinking of. I think she mentioned to me she was thinking of perhaps three hours, but yeah. I mean that's... Three hours a what? Three, three hours, hours a week. Which you've got three times that. Well, I think to, to keep it in the standard that it's become now, I think that's cheap at half the price, yeah. and I propose we go with it. Certainly, I mean, I think we could agree to that for the first year while you're building the website and maybe review it in a year's time. Yeah. And it would be nice to have a look at See, it could change the country, it could change yeah. the next elections, mm. couldn't it? Yeah. Mm. So I'm happy to propose that we do that. I'm happy to subject, second. Subject to a review after one year. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we're well, all in favour yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if we could look at the photographs, there's one that's been on for quite some time. If we could change it, it's the. Right hand side. <coughs> okay. It's the all the ladies on the bridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's been on for as yeah. long as I've been a councillor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of on my list to do. It always, um, <laughs> it always drops uh, off the list. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Agenda item forty-nine. The staffing subcommittee. Um, I had a long chat with Hazel about this before it got onto the agenda um, and we think it would be useful to sort of take this outside of our um, regular meetings. Uh, it's not a, a meeting that would be recorded in this way because we'll be talking about individual members mm -hmm. of staff um, and it's not just for us to talk about the staff, it's an opportunity for the staff 
to come along to the meeting as well if they've got any issues that they want to talk about. Madam Chair, I think the thing is that I learned from Jackie Weaver at a very early age from Chalk that she says that this also does away with Part B for staffing because they're not, uh, the press aren't invited and it is um, private to us to be able to uh, discuss the staff. But I think more importantly on this, the staff has the opportunity of talking to us. Yeah. I think the, the thing that I, um, when I discussed it with Hazel, that it's not something that I would be part of because I'm already chair of PMP, chair of the council. And the councillors that are involved with this need to be people like perhaps Paul Martin, maybe Michelle, who are managing staff now as part of their day-to-day -day job, well, and they've got that up-to-date experience of staff well, I management. Think I can name, oh, are we to, my, to my opinion, I can name Donna <coughs> because of her union um, background and equalities background, Michelle because she's doing what she's doing, and Paul because he has a vast experience of HR. I mean, I have got experience, but those are in years gone by, so yeah. you need somebody that's up to date and on, on time with everything. So I think, as the chair says, and I would second, that... You know, we old heads are here for guidance, but I think it needs to be people like yourselves who are up to yes. present day laws and statutes. How are you going? How are we going to report back to? Council? I think you'd report PMP. Mm. Yes. Yes. Uh, that you've got draft terms. Yes, I, I know that, Chair. But how are we yeah. going to report back to the 16th yeah. Council? To make recommendations to PMP and FTC on personnel under the staffing matters. So if we do what Councillor Poulter said about confidentiality, you'd have to have it on the finance side, wouldn't you? In any case, whichever way you looked at it or what drawings you would have to do. Because it does say that the Acts of Parliament, 56, does say that you can talk about anything in Part B providing it's not finance or tendering. So we'll have to look at this. I think, my personal view, I'm not going to say you're wrong or right. What I'm trying to say to you, I think I'm asking you, Chair, that I'd like you to look at this again. Just no harm in fetching it back if you're no, wrong. I, I think you're totally correct. What I was saying in my situation is before it gets to council, things might been talked and ironed out. I do 100% agree with you, Councillor Pennington, and you are right on this matter, that if it's discussed in finance, it then has to go to Frodsham Town Council's Part B. Yeah. That's what I was trying to cover. You know, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't, right. I don't want anybody to win the cleaning and then crash in the camp. That's all I'm trying to say to you, Chair. I'm not saying your job or anything, but I'm fetching you to your attention yeah. is what the Acts of Parliament are, 56. Yeah. says at any time, tendering or finance has to be part B. Yeah. Can I just say, <coughs> is it more of a team meeting, really? We're, I mean, we, we have regular team meetings where I work, all yeah. the different departments, etc. Yeah. And it is a time for... To discuss any changes or any issues or any problems. Yeah. I know it has, you're talking about subcommittees and that, but may, maybe it needs tweaking in the respect that 
that maybe uh, Hazel and Liz and Paul would like to come to us and say, well, you know, we're not happy I'd like, with this. I'd, like to, this I'd like to see it personally, although it's going to be done as it is, is Plain Jane working group. Mm. Myself, I, I think it's just a bit over the top subcommittee. Well, we're only suggesting it. that it meets twice a year. Yes. And part of that will be around the time that we and do I think, the I, I think, I think at the time, um, the clerk and the assistant clerk should then it should be come in to assess them, and then it would take, kill two birds with one stone. But I mean, at, at the moment, the staff have the right at any time to no, ask the No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about the subject you had for talking. I think the thing is, the good thing that we've had this discussion now is because Council Donnacritch has had a, the. It, the main crux of this is that if anybody on the council or the members of public have got grievances at these events, they can be ironed out. And I agree, it should be purely and simple staff working group, and then everything's in private until Madam Chair it comes to full council where it has to be. If, if it's a financial matter. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I quite agree with you. But what I'm saying is, by saying subcommittee, I think we're scrambling ourselves a bit. A working group, and whether it's twice or three times a year, it's not necessary. It might not have to be called. It's also discussing the fact sometimes though, that maybe Liz or Hazel or Paul would like some support on an issue. Yeah. No, it's not sort of personal. Well, it's a multitude of sins, isn't it? Yeah. You can cover a big area. I think you're right, Councillor yeah. Pennington. I think a working group covers everything. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I think we need to talk to Hazel about that again. But, the, I mean, the, the issue really is because grievances generally are dealt with either by the Chair of PMP or the Chair of the Council, and as I'm both, it's not really appropriate for me to act in any of those you. roles. I agree That's why you. I agreed with Hazel that I wouldn't be part of this, although it, it is in the, the composition that I could be there as a, an ex officio member. Um, Can I just say, it's also sometimes, it doesn't always work, but we at Mersey, Mersey Chapel has the um, mediation before it kind of gets to grievance. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes they just need to be heard. Yeah. And yeah. get off the chest, and then it's. at the same time, uh, um, and I'm sure you're in a position to know this, that any councillor can come in, and it's up to the chair whether you speak, but you can't vote. There's no harm in that if they say mm. no, you can't speak on this subject. Well, that's fine, mm. but and you can't vote, and I think. It, I, like I said, if you treat it as a working group, I think it makes us more friendly than it being a subcommittee. Right, well, I think what we should do now then is, as Hazel is still on holiday, we take it back to Hazel and say, are there any issues around it being a working group rather than a subcommittee? Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's, personally... It has the same clout, doesn't it? It's, 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 it's the same clout. Mm. It has. Yeah. And it's and more it, friendly when you look at it that way. I think if we have got nominated, nominated councillors who will be part of yes. this group, but obviously, depending on what the issue might be, if it is a grievance, 
might not be appropriate for a particular councillor to be involved. No, that's so, right. So, you know, we might need to... This is where Councillor Pennington's list of reserves comes in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. This is... Yeah. This is I, I'm, I'm sincere about this, Chair. It's not only to help this council, it's to help you as well as Chair yeah. of the council. Yeah. That we should have reserves for any committee. Okay, so we've we... got to have as all it is. We've got, to, we've got to be sick at some time. There's nobody beyond that, and I think it's only appropriate. So I can only say, in, in principle, we're not not averse to this idea. No, no. but it maybe it should be a work. Tweak it, yes. A bit tweaking. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, You're right. We can so we'll bring yes, and we'll bring it back with the ten clerks and yes. yes. Okay. Agenda item fifteen: the IT renewal. Um, now, the the laptops in the office are getting pretty old and keep failing on Liz and Hazel and yeah. probably Judith and Tess and I'm not a, I'm not I'm not against this chair, but we've got to be prepared, you know, for our um what I'm what I agree it's about calm we had mm. to. They are they down and out, they like me. They're coming yeah. to the end of the time. And I think last time we made the mistake of just going for the cheapest. That that's what I'm told. I would yeah. you're taking the words out of my mouth. It's got from. to be this time the proper stuff. <laughs> it's no news. It's no use buying a mini and then expecting yeah. a Rolls Royce. Yeah, we've no. got to because well, we've, we've spoke about this before, mm -hmm. haven't we? Where we make the odd mistake of going for the cheapest, and then it comes back to the, and it bites us on the bum. What concerns me, but, but what concerns me, just a little in to you, is what's concerning me. I'm all for it, I'm not against it, don't get me wrong. But at the moment, what's concerning me, it's 120,000 a year to run this office, and it's that runs out at 4,000 a day, 20,000 a week for 20 hours. Oh, I'm a clever man. I've got people working out for me. What I'm saying is, if we're going to get some, yes, when you look back at it, you can add it when I've gone home. What I'm saying to you is this, if we're going to get it, like the, car, the chair said, let's get the proper stuff. Yeah. Well, no, we now, don't have to come Liz back. has done all the research on this, so I'll let Liz tell you where we're up to. Right. We asked our IT suppliers to give us a quote and to give us a recommendation for the specification that we needed. Uh, but um, the initial quote they came back with worked out at just over £3,000, which we thought was not very oh, really acceptable. Yeah. Um, so I, by a combination of going back to them and talking to them about um, substituting a different, they will be Dell laptops and that's the market leader really probably in laptop supplies but it isn't the the line, the brand within <coughs> Dell that they initially recommended which is their the sort of standard business model. We've gone instead for the one that they would recommend for small businesses. It's still a good fairly high level specification that they are confident will be future proof and in fact the basic technical specification is the same as they had recommended initially for the £3,000. 
I also went back to them a couple of times, having checked up the prices myself and kind of negotiated with them on the actual costs that they had recommended. And, and as a result, the cost that you've got here is um, nearly £1,200 less than they originally quoted. It's 38% reduction on the original quote. Um, I said in the paper that, uh, in the agenda, that I would um, let you know the cost of extending the warranty to four years. There is no additional cost now if we extend it to four years, so that would be on-site uh, cover for four years. And PRISM have sort of said that their advice is that we should purchase a machine that's slightly over spec for what you need. This gives you a device that you can grow with for the next three to five years rather than a device that will start to slow down and hit capacity after 18 months to two years. And so I think we're as confident as we can be that with this specification we would get a good at least four years life out of them, which is what the, the warranty would be and, and you know, possibly. Well if that's if that's the case then Chair and, and listening and they they're the people that has to work them, I propose that we accept this. I'll second that. We're all in favour. Yeah, all in favour. Am I I agree, but but I'm going to <laughs> just I agree wholeheartedly. I would have gone for the most expensive because yeah. to keep them right on top of the Royals Royce job that yeah. they're doing. However, <coughs> will we come into problems with some other councillors about the three quote rule? Quite possible. Well possibly nobody, nobody else But having a, having agreed to go to prison to support our systems. I totally agree. Yeah. I'm just and I vote for it. Yeah. And I will vote for it on Good. Royal Council. No, Sorry. We don't have to buy these laptop computers for, through Prism, um, right? We could go to Dell ourselves and buy. We could. We could do. I think the difficulty is that uh, that we don't have an account with Dell, um, and um, they're a bit difficult to talk to. I had plans to ring them directly, but the impression I got was that as a, as a local authority they would direct us to another reseller. I don't know that they would necessarily... I'm sorry, you've already said it. that you've already looked at other prices, so I may be jumping the gun here. Yeah. So no, I, 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 I don't let, think there's any money to be saved. Let's by take it to full council and if there's any bridges to cross, we'll cross them there. Do we have to go to full council? Cross them there. Or is it, or is it, can we do it as a... Hang on a second, but our budget can cover this. P&P's budget can cover it. We've got the money in the... We've got the money in our budget, so we can pay for it. I, I think Liz has done a great job with yeah, the negotiations. I was just being devil's advocate. No, no, oh, no I'm not saying that. I mean, to actually negotiate with Prism, and, and you've got to future-proof the laptops, because we, we've learned by other people's mistakes how costly that can be. We have, haven't we, Frank? So, I think... I think well done for the negotiations. I think there's advantages to going through our IT support company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. for the, uh, We've always got that as a background, haven't we? You've got to be careful of. What you've got to be careful of, every councillor must know about it. Yeah, but, Councillor Pennington, we've got a budget. We're a committee. Yeah. We're allowed to put, to, to spend that budget. But we can still be questioned on it. Oh, yeah. yes. But I think That's we great. can say, hand on heart, we put a lot of work into researching our yeah. IT 
support company. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's buggered. It's buggered. And I, I don't mind you recording it. It's yeah. buggered. <laughs> it has been for the last two years. It's yeah. buggered. And that's it's it. It's a technical term. Yeah. <laughs> but I propose it comes out of our uh, PMP budget and if anybody's got any objections to that then they can bring it to well, well, I'll, se I'll second that then. Yeah, so we're all in favour okay. of it. Yeah. Yeah, all in favour. Okay. So. Now if you are allowed to do that through an executive panel. Yes, I will I will have to will check. I'll read the standing orders. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving on to agenda item 51. The two years lease on the van is coming to an end next month and we have to decide now. <coughs> We've got two options to take out a new van uh, on a new lease. They're offering us a three-year lease now and they're giving us a price for that. We go for the new van, we've got to pay to have the decals removed from the old van and new decals applied to the new van. Now when um, I was talking to Hazel about this before she went off on leave, um, she was saying that we've only actually done, over the two years, we've only done 6,000 miles in this van Brilliant. and it's still in very good condition. And she said and it will have good resale value for the lease company. So I said, well, why aren't we asking about buying it ourselves? Yes. Um, and they went off and got this value. Now, it's, to actually purchase the van, it's slightly more than it would cost us for our three-year um, leasing arrangement, but there's not a lot in it. Mm -hmm. But I think rather than let somebody else waltz off with an absolutely perfect low-mileage van, we should buy it ourselves. The other thing is, is you're going to say... And what's it going to cost us to buy it? it it's um, 8675 yeah, you, you can get one at 4000 off a... Um, what's that name? Clark. Um, Arnold Clark. Yeah. But this, Ooh, but this is... is a, but this, we know the history of it. We know the history of it. It has very low mileage. I think there's room for negotiation it's, on that price. Yeah, we've got to... I think we've got to go to... I think it would be worse. I mean, I, I think, in principle, we should agree to buy it, subject to... Negotiation. Negotiating I wouldn't price. like to buy one from anywhere else. It's a tried and tested van. We know it. The decals are all on it. We're going to save money um, on that alone. Mm -hmm. If we had to have new decals, we're talking in excess of, I think it was two thousand pounds. No, no, it's no, not. It would cost two hundred and seventy um, plus that. Well, oh, I'm talking about the, the other yeah. thing that we have. But we've also got to pay that to have the old ones removed. The, 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 only, the only additional cost if we own it is that we would have to pay the road tax ourselves, that is covered in the leasing agreement. Um, we can certainly go back and ask them about whether there's any room for negotiation on the price. I suspect there won't be because it's not really it's not like dealing with a garage or a dealer. You're really dealing with the finance yeah, company. company. And I think they just go off book prices. But I mean we could go back and the research book and ask. I think there's no the, um, going to it. The the <coughs> we deal with felt that it was I know it sounds as though you wouldn't expect them necessarily to be um, um, 
ob you know, okay, independent. Yeah. Yeah. However, he said, well, he thought it was a good price. And actually, his recommendation was that we bought the van, which I was a little surprised because I presumed that his job was to well, sell us a new lease. But he said, given our situation, he thought that would be the best deal. Well, Madam Chair, while we're talking about the van, I'd like to commend the way that our facilities manager has drove it and kept it mm -hmm. because it's in pristine condition and I think we'd be a fool to buy anything else than one we know the history of. Um, but I am with Councillor Pennington. If there is any room for negotiation, if we could try and yeah. negotiate. I, if I not, we should do. If I do. not, I think... It seems uh, a lot of money. For, for how old it is. The, but do we know it's, the, it's, two, it's two years old and the yeah. actual mileage, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the chair's right that she said it was 6,000, that was what do we um, know what Hazel we... thought. It was actually, I spoke to Paul this morning, he said it's actually only 4,600. It's, it's just the book price for the van. And he said it's the trade price, yes, basically, that they've Does Paul think that it's a good deal? Yes, he's very, he, he would be very Yeah, happy. but it's not up to him. No, no, but work. he's the man that drives the van. So. Yeah, but we're, we're the bosses. The other, the other, the, the other advantage that you would have if you do buy it is obviously you've got that value, and you could, if your requirements change at any time for any reason, then you've got the option to sell it and to do something different. Whereas if you take out a new lease, then you're yeah. tied into that for three years. Yeah. So yeah. you've got that obligation, regardless well, of whether, you know, even if you decided you'd really like to change the arrangements and you'd either want a bigger van, a smaller van, no van at all, mm -hmm. you would what, be what committed van, to that. What van would we get back off that price? Because we don't pay that. Well, yes, well, we'd get all the van back, wouldn't we? What back, back would you get back? You'd get the, You'd get the, the whole lot back. The, the whole full rate, uh, the rateable value for the van. 20 percent. 20%. So you get 20% of 8,000. No, 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 this is, this is without the VAT. VAT, right. Yes. Okay. It's got a plus VAT. Yeah, we'd have to pay the VAT out, but then we claim it back. Um, but even at, assuming that um, the facilities manager wouldn't increase his mileage, excessively At the end of five years we're still going to have a white van with low very low mileage well maybe. my proposal is this madam chair that we propose that we put to full council that we we buy the van outright prior to if the town clerk can see if there's any leeway for negotiations um on the van we've got to have it we've proved it that it's um, a goer and it we know the history of it We'd be buying a pig in a poke if we and went anywhere else. I mean, that is extremely low mileage, two years, yeah. and it's still under 5,000. Yeah, yeah. we wouldn't want to buy a second-hand van. Well, I mean, I, when I spoke to Paul today, he said, well, it's been to Telford once when he went on a training course, and it's been to Winsford a couple of times to pick things up from the quack depot. Apart from that, it only tries to own fresh. Okay. Mm. Well, that's my proposal. Right, so we're, we're in favour of purchasing the van subject to... Another negotiation. Seeing if we can reduce the, the cost. Mm -hmm. And uh, whatever you can come up with by the time of the full council meeting on the 25th. Um, 25th or September. September. It's only a couple of weeks off. Two weeks. It? Two weeks. Uh, but obviously, full council will make that mm -hmm. decision. There will have to be a decision oh, at yes. full council because obviously the other. Yeah. This bank oh, the budget. Yes. Uh, so if we don't buy it, then with the, our other option is to go for a three year lease. 
which will be, if we said, £1,120.50 plus VAT per month. And then we've got service no, in charge. No, no, sorry. No, it's 18675 plus oh, sorry. one off payment. Sorry, yeah. That must be the admin fee. 11. Yeah. I mean, we'd probably just be getting like for like, wouldn't we, if we releasing the yeah. same again? So yeah. I think it's a yeah. no brainer if we can get some negotiated leeway. Okay. Uh, agenda item 52, the asset register. Now, we have now had it confirmed with Cheshire West and Chester that we no longer own the bush shelters outside of the Morrison supermarket and at the quay. Yeah. So they need to be removed from our asset register. Yeah. And what could I ask, Chair, when did they remove the one at the bridge in? Um, because if you go back in the records, they yeah. charged us for that. We had there was an insurance payout. I think yes. it must have been an accident. Yes, there was. Uh, yeah, well, they they have taken it, it over. Um, so I, I dare say Hazel's got some correspondence on it. I don't know what what the date was. Um, she's got. Um, she's had some correspondence from um, Cheshire West. They said when. When the tin shelter was replaced with a glass shelter, the council's transport team took on the responsibility for maintenance and cleaning. So yes, you can remove it from your list. And then Bridge Lane near the junction with Quayside, the transport team responsible for maintenance and cleaning. Yes, which they do. They both. Yes, they do the both. Um, yes. First thing in the morning. But I knew that I knew the one opposite Turner's um, was there. So I knew that. Yeah. But um, the the one nearest uh, Bridge Inn, um, mm. I do know. That's um, the side one. Mm. Well, I think the but thing is, is looking at fifty two point two, sort of diminishes fifty two point one, whether it's ours or not. Well, yeah. Yeah. We, we need to exactly. Yes, we need to remove those two from our asset <coughs> register, right. and they do have a a small value. Now, the offer has come from Cheshire West. They're happy to take over all of our other bus shelters, the remaining five. Yeah. I, if we, so it, the suggestion is that Hazel organises a meeting to discuss it with them, um, which I think we're happy to do. The, the only snag we've got, I think, is the one at Newtown, opposite Gates Gallery. Yes, because there is a land registry document linked there, to that. There is indeed. And I'm assuming that will have come from the the development company that built those houses. Can I, can I also just ballots, uh, which uh, I've got a copy somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say that with this agreement that with the town clerk, I think there should be somebody else other than the yes. town clerk yeah. with her yeah. um, on a matter of assets. Yeah. So, if uh, the chair can be available. Yeah, I, I'm doing that. <coughs> and the, the third part of this is that we need um, a short-term working group to do a full review of the asset register. We do look at it every year. There's a requirement for us to review the asset Does it? register yeah, every we year. Uh, but we've never carried out a full detailed yes, review we have. of it. Uh, have in we? 2007, I've got all the copies okay. at home. But right. Yes. Tell um, Madam Chair, does it have to be another working group or could it not just come straight to PMP? Come straight to PMP. Yeah. 
I want I want to try I want I don't but I, I'd love to see some of the committees Okay, you well, know, we're, we're forming too many. Okay. Yeah, but unfortunately, Frank, community's getting too big. Sorry? Yeah, perhaps the suggestion was that there would only need to be one meeting well, of, of yeah. councillors who might be the longer standing ones who have, like, such as Frank, yes. but others yeah. who might have that knowledge because the, the I think the problem is that it has come back each year. The staff don't have the, the the long standing knowledge and if it gets and so things get carried forward from well, I've, got, the I've got all the I've got photos of uh, of everything yeah. well, and I've, I've got a written report in two thousand and seven of everything. I think the, the other thing is if <coughs> we agree that either the the October or November P and P committee is just focused on the asset register review. Yes. But maybe we could invite members of the public who know the town such as John Neild and people that yeah. know our assets and yeah. might shed light on something yeah. that we don't know about. Yeah. Alright. Right. Okay. Probably. Are you alright on all of that this? Um, agenda item 53, the general data protection regulation. There are some changes coming along to data protection. Yeah. I do have a note though yes. that the town clerk is going to attend a lunch <coughs> meeting of the Society of Local Council Clerks in September. Or yeah. we wait? Where this she will be getting full briefing on this. So we'll, should we ask the town clerk to report to the next yeah. meeting? Can I ask you you see can I you see um, no disrespect to anybody in the office, but I think we should have a planner like the. You'll be both up on the 21st of September, won't you? That is the branch conference of the Society well, of Local. Well, this is what I'm trying to say, Chair. I think we should, a councillor then can walk in or, or, or ask, you know, what's on the planner and who's where and what days are off. There'll only be the front office on the 21st of September. And if somebody comes down here, or the like, it could be Councillor Poulter or Critchley or me, could send someone down here, and there is no one down here. Yeah, with the greatest respect, I think whenever two people have been out of the office, we've always been circulated by the town clerk that she and Liz are not going to be here. This is, I think, the first time that it's happened. Yes, but I'm talking here. about, it's not only just us to think about, this members of the public, that's what I'm trying to say to you. Well, the thing is, is, as long as the front desk on that date from nine o'clock till one is covered, we're covering ourselves. But I think there should be always a planner. You have it at work, and there's no harm in having it in the council offices. I don't, personally, myself. It can be kept confidential just for councillors to see it. But it's a thing you don't want to be thrown about. Well, you certainly don't want to. It's a need-to-know basis. I think yes. the thing is, is that <coughs> it wouldn't be fair on any member of staff for it to be public that they're away on holiday. I think that that would be wrong, because if people know where the people live, it's um, an advertisement to the, uh, the local villain. Yeah. So I think you've got to just... Um, 
really trust on the judgment of the of the clerk how she runs the office. I, th I think it, I take Frank's point though. It's useful to know when we don't need to know why people are not in the office. Mm -hmm. We just need to know that they're not in the office no. today. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> but it do, it does say in our policy, doesn't it? Even we, when we send apology in, we're supposed to say why we're selling it. And I know we don't, yeah. but we, we're supposed to tell the clerk why we won't be here. That, yeah, for meetings, yeah. You understand me? Yeah. Even if the planner's kept in the office, you know what I mean? Mm. So, uh, or if you get the new place, you know what I mean? It's voted on and we get that. We should always have a planner in the office where we can see when the clerk's up. Well, the information is all, I mean, it's readily available if councillors, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not treated as a secret from councillors. And this committee did give full backing to any training sessions or uh, conferences that would enhance any member of staff. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not... I know, I know, I know that. I, I'm quite well aware of that we was, mm -hmm. and we had it in writing given to us. What I'm trying to say is, I think we should have a planner because there's extra things coming up all the while above what we agreed. And, and this is what I'm saying, like the 21st. Uh, this lady was, uh, um, she was off the other day because she had an hospital appointment. Now, I didn't know, and I could have sent somebody down, couldn't I? This is what I'm trying to say. There's no harm. She's got to go to hospital. She's got to go to hospital. But what I'm saying is, if it's in the office, then we know. Yeah, but with the greatest respect, Councillor Pennington, if the, the member of staff goes to the hospital, goes on holiday, goes whatever, as long as there is coverage in the office, it doesn't really matter. There's no reason why we should know where and when the staff are, apart from the fact that they're here or they're not here. And if they're not here, there's a cover for them. And that really, to me, is should be left to who we pay to I'll look after leave that. It at that then. And that's the town call. Leave it to that, but uh, I don't like the way the method's being done. But Maybe uh, that's something that you could consider as part of the staffing yeah. committee or working group. Okay. Um, so <coughs> we we just wait for. So Hazel. I think Hazel will report back to the next yeah. meeting yeah. On, on the implications. And hopefully, maybe they'll come up with some sort of a short yes, briefing note for it. But I but I did um, I did on your behalf <laughs> read some of this um, this afternoon, and um, I think they're non-trivial. These changes they are that it is a, a big boosting up of the Data Protection Act, and so. Um, there, there probably will be mm. quite a few implications for us, yeah. but Hazel the, will find out what those are. The important thing is for you and Hazel to, to be on. familiar with them so that you know that you're complying with the law on our behalf. And uh, you advise us. We need to know as well. Yeah. Okay, so moving on then, agenda item 54, external audit. The uh, To note that the external audit has been concluded, and no matters of concern have been raised, which is excellent. Well done. Yeah. Yes, we're very pleased with that. Well done to all concerned. Second that. And the other item, to recommend Council approval and acceptance of the annual return, including the external auditor's certificate. So I'm happy with that recommendation to go to full Council. Yep. Yeah. 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 
You're right on that, yes. Yeah. Uh, agenda item 55, internal auditor, to agree to recommend to council a three-year contract for internal auditor services at £488 plus VAT per annum. Move that. Yeah, Second. That. <coughs> yes. Agenda item 56, improved community safety. Um, as you know, Molly and I had one or two meetings with our police and crime commissioner, and he has been around the town. He's supportive of our idea to have CCTV in the town centre, and he has a grant pot and he suggested that we apply for a grant of up to £5,000 towards the cost of CCTV. So the proposal to go is that we actually request this grant. Well, who do we get the grant on, please? From the Police and Crime Commissioner. Office. And I think over the time of this council, can't speak for the other, but I think we should look at ourselves when we're setting the precept that we should also extend money to put another one up if we have any complications. I think you're right, Councillor yeah. Pennington. That's that, I think I'd like that to, to be said at full council, uh, Chair, yeah. on that matter. I think um, this is money, the, it'd be money well spent mm. and the, you'd have the full support of the residents of Brogham yeah. if we put one up Church Street probably yeah. or something like that. So well the, the next part of this agenda item is to set up a working group. Yeah. Another working group. Yeah. But well I'd like to, I'd like to be on it with, because I've been on one before. Yeah, with our quack councillors, uh, PCSO and other interested parties because we we believe that the our local pub watch team, yeah. um, the pubs themselves are interested in getting yeah. involved and possibly yeah. putting some money in the yeah. pot so uh, and to look at what type of cctv system we yes. want yes so i think yes and yeah. i believe councillor paul martin was very interested in this as well wasn't he? yeah so he might want to get involved i in think um, as our waterside ward meeting well i think every councillor present showed an interest mm. because we know how important it was mm. yeah. well I, I i served on it for two years mm when it first come up and um, it was yeah. poo-pooed and I think this is a great chance and it'd be good news for Prodium. Yeah. Yes, I think it'd be very well Because, supported. as you know, and we all talk about it, that it's more of becoming a town of senior citizens and I think they look towards us as God sends. Yeah, mm. I, I think as well from having talked to the Police and Crime Commissioner, they've got concerns about our nighttime economy and these are the yes. people that are drawn into Brodgem to enjoy the nightlife and that really is where yes. we I, see I will be stating going. this and I, I know the chair's ready for this I will be stating this at full council <coughs> meeting it was I back in 2015 that brought this up and I was laughed out of this room that we didn't need CCTV in Frodsham by our two Cheshire Western Chester councillors. And it's nice to see them now knocking on doors, trying to get the funding. Yeah. So I hope that uh, this time we get um, a full favourable backing from everybody in the room. Well, I was on it 15 years ago for two years. Yeah. And uh, the it's money good. was spent in Northwich instead of here. Yeah. Right then, agenda item 57, Great British High Street. Can I ask why this has been put on the agenda again? Well, Councillor Jones, indeed, seen to it. We've already discussed this. That we're I'm not to... even sure why it's on this 
agenda no. rather than communities. communities. No. But I think it's assuming that we get the go-ahead to have our events committee, that, that would be well, something to do. The last time this came up, Councillor Jones was, Liam Jones was uh, seen to this and he said he was working on it, so I don't know why it's here. Yeah, I but he know. would know, he was told by community committee that he couldn't work on it on his own. That uh, we, the committee agreed that we would not do it for 2017, that we'd leave it until 2018. But now it's time to start thinking about doing it for 2018. Well, we're not too late because the way things have gone up at the time, uh, the leasing is uh, due this year and it'll be 5,000 going on each shop. So uh, that's why people are, are wondering. I think it's ideal for the new events committee if uh, that's passed by full council to put it in their hands because I understand what Councillor Penning is trying to reiterate is that we don't want to, to be the Great British High Street with very little... With empty shops. High Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you see, <laughs> see the, the, on a number of occasions, uh, the old say I'm... I'm wrong, but I know I'm right. You know when the open curve's done, mm -hmm. so and what? Uh, you can jump on a train. They won't be shopping here, will they? That's what I'm afraid of. With what we're saying for this is that we would like it to be referred to our new events committee if it if full council agrees to that committee. Yes. But other than that, we we'll re refer it to community committee. Agreed, Madam Chairman. Yeah. Agenda item 58, this is our election for Overton and Five no. Crosses Ward. We've now been told that we'll have a notice on the 14th and the election will be held on the 19th of October. And the question is whether we have poll cards or not. Now my no. understanding is we, we've said no because of We've the never had them. Only never. at full election time. That's all. I agree with yes. yeah. you. Know that. You've been living in Brighton a long while. Yeah. Yes. So We've never had them. I, have, I did just, perhaps <coughs> largely for my interest, because I, I, I didn't know how much these things cost, I did speak to the um, Democratic Services team uh, today. If, obviously these are all ballpark figures, but if we do have an election, i.e. if at least two, two people more. Are, are nominated, uh, then um, the cost is likely to be around £5,000. Yeah, I told you we've never and, had them. Uh, if that, no, that is the election, so that yes. would be for the administrative costs of the actual election. And then if we were to have poll cards, that would probably add an extra £500. Well, that's gone up then, hasn't it? Because it was about not three hundred. I mean, that 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 was ballpark, and I told yeah. her she said I could go and get a quote. Well, I said no, don't at this stage because I'll take uh, Councillor Pennington's recollection. It's forty years. We haven't done it, so I don't think we should start no, now. No. no, no. If 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 you do require it, and if we do have more um, the nominations, then the uh, elections team would be able to give us. Um, more accurate estimate once they, you know, as they start. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think, um, can we decide as this committee that we don't want poll cards? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, so move no, that, no poll cards. Then. Seconded. Yeah. 
So, agenda item 59. Agenda item first. Um, the only one thing is really just to report to you the fact that we had our Wi-Fi router, which is the essential for us to use our computers, that failed on Thursday. Yes. And so we have um, we have um, ordered um, the replacement, and in fact, it was fitted today. And that um, yes, it cost that will cost us one hundred and sixteen pounds sixty nine, which was for the actual router and delivery. Uh, we don't have didn't have to pay for the engineer to come out and fit it now. Initially, I thought that looked expensive, but I did a quick Google of yeah, the, uh, the item that yeah. we got the exact model, and it seemed very competitive. It's very competitive, mm. that. Well done. Oh. Yeah, and you did that under your emergency yes. hours, yes. yes. Okay, so our next meeting then is on the 9th of October. Um, do you want to do you want to go into part B for an update on Ship Street? Yes, please. Yes, if you've got an update for us. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So can we, before you switch off, then let's we're happy with 9th of October for the next meeting. Yes. Yes. And we liaise with Hazel as to whether that will be the purely for the asset register or yes. whether we do that at a later date. I don't know how urgent it is. Yeah, we need to go as soon as possible yes. so members of the public could be invited. That's right. Okay, okay, thanks, Liz. Thank you can switch off now. Thank you.